Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast, why we love to be at home in air conditioning doing this pod. So an immediate reaction to games. There's nothing quite like being here with Vince at the world-famous Performance Center in beautiful eastern Los Angeles. Hello, Vince. The two podcasts that we did at home, beautiful weather, perfect time for us to be outside. Come back out here, 100 degrees. We know it's hot. It's going to cool up again. And let's face it, fall is here, so we can... That's a moment in time for Major League Soccer. You know the playoffs are upon us, and you're going to get those games. I can tell you in 2012, the coldest I've ever been, covering an MLS Cup final in uh, Kansas City, mm-hmm. sporting in Real Salt Lake, where I actually picked up a dirty tarp covered with goose uh, turds and everything else, and smelt got awful. I wrapped it around me because I was that cold, and I didn't care, and it was a brand-new suit. A very nice suit. I said, the heck with it. So fall will be coming. Okay, some follow-up questions. We ha- can't just leave that there. <laughs> so you showed up. You knew it was probably going to be cold. You were. I'm assuming I had doing everything. This, doing this for ESPN. Did they not have any coats for you guys? They had a coat. They had those uh, Bolshevik hats, you know, the ones that you could put and on. And that was not years. enough. They were not enough. They didn't have the little hand warmers? They had some gloves and, and so forth. I did everything. I brought two jackets. I have these famous jackets that have been on MLS broadcast at ESPN that people still bring up. I had the Kardashian jacket, which I wore at the 2010 World Cup. I had that on, and then I had the John Denver jacket. I had everything. Mm-hmm. But nothing could prevent this cold that I've never felt before. And second, do people just walk by you thinking you were was oh, all just random? Because like, <laughs> it reminds me of one of my favorite stories, and I think I've told it on the podcast once, is with Dustin Hoffman and Sidney Poitier. And Dustin Hoffman, to, to get ready for Midnight Cowboy, decided to live on the streets of New York. And one day, Sidney Poitier just walked right by him, and Dustin goes, ah, Sidney, Sidney, it's me, Dustin. And he goes, oh, wow, I didn't even notice you there. He goes, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get ready for this role, and this is when I'm playing kind of a street urchin, a street rat. Do you actually have any advice? And he goes, yeah, try acting. <laughs> That's an awesome story. Incredible. I wish you did it with Poitier's voice. But I can't. His I mean, voice is iconic. We got a, a view here of the. Uh, We're getting flashed the, by the cafeteria. Team security, Team Paul. security Paul just loves to throw us off. He, what he doesn't understand is I did mention him, so I broke the fourth wall. We're professionals, so we will muscle through this thing. And uh, the international break is over. Players are getting back. Mm-hmm. Pretty. Uh, Was there a, p- a performance that stuck out from you for L- from an LAFC player? I just I saw a little bit of the Ecuador game mm-hmm. at the beginning, and Jose Cifuentes kind of playing a very engaged role in the midfield, not necessarily what he plays here. That was uh, pretty interesting. Ecuador, I think two scoreless games. Yes. But Jose is in there. Uh, Sebastian Mendes got a start. Sebastian Mendes got a start. Chiqui Palacios did not, and we talked about it, and it's got to be frustrating, frustrating. for Chiqui. But his presence there says he is going to make a World Cup squad. As we've said in the past, his problem is that the guy in front of him, Pervis Estupiñan, is one of the better left backs anywhere, and yes. he's playing in front of him. And clearly, Gustavo Alfaro, the Ecuadorian coach, wants to give him as many minutes. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that all over these games where some players get two full games, may get 45 minutes, and there's a lot in between. Yeah. It just – and it, Estupiñan, is, if he's not captain, is basically a captain on the field for him. And I'm sure it's somebody that the coach trusts that much – but if you're cheeky, you're like, man, I flew all the way to Europe and I couldn't get a sniff, couldn't get a couple minutes here or there. Maybe, maybe, maybe you need to change looks in a game and you need a winger that goes f- higher up the field and I can be a little more offensive, even though Estepunyan can do that as well. I just, I, my heart breaks for him because he goes out there. But What I about think, you? Did you have one that stood out? Christian Torres scored a goal for the Mexico Christian Torres scored a goal for the under-20s. Gareth Bale got 90. I think, I think Gareth Bale getting 90 is something that a lot of LAFC fans wanted to see. A lot of people were talking about. Um, so I think that was something, although that game was a little... Yeah, it's kind of like the U.S. game. That's what I'm saying. 
Do you want to talk U.S. men's? Because Kellen Acosta did play, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not blind. I, I I get on Twitter. I can see, and uh, Greg Berhalter is uh, the bane of people's existence right now. Right. If not for Aaron Long, and <laughs> Kellen Acosta is among. I mean, I shouldn't read that. Twitter's a small percentage. Most people are very proud. Have you seen the Have you seen the pass that's going around? Like I saw it live. I watched the whole And everyone's game. clipping just that pass. They clipped it. That was his only turnover of the game. I know. Could a guy like maybe just look I know what happened there. He tried to hit it, tried to hit it in the air, messed up, hit it on the ground, and, and it got cut out. Raked him over the coal. It's a horrible pass. But like if you're thinking these guys are never ever gonna make mistakes. By the way It wasn't the only mistake there. And there was people uh Yeah. And, there was a guy who replaced him who made two mistakes back to back that were almost as And I'm sure I'm gonna bad. get a lot of ire. Look, Aaron Long Aaron Long has things that he's very good at. He's very physical, he's a presence, he can track back. Uh, we saw him tracking Usman Dembele, who I think is the best winger in the world right now. Uh, he went step for step for, with him in a game against Barcelona, New York Red Bulls. That's what he can do. If he's trying to play 60-yard balls, no, that's not what he can do. So I actually don't expect him to make that pass. I'd be more mad at him for trying. Like, don't even do that. However, I will say this. Well, a lot of things that people are talking about is Zach Steffen and how they think that Zach Steffen's still going to just walk, waltz right in and have the starting role back. And people are saying, well, I like my goalkeeper to stop shots. I like my defenders to get clean sheets. <laughs> potato potato so i'm just saying take the good with the bad but i i understand that at this moment is the lowest mo- yeah. the lowest point of this cycle and everyone's feeling honestly it the the feeling right now feels like they did not make the world cup it does it feels so bleak but they're there and i i aaron long deserves criticism but to uh avoid uh, the criticism elsewhere make a fall guy remember master it commander makes, it makes you wonder what what happened in training that greg's yeah. like yeah. well these other guys aren't any better that's got to be more yeah. terrifying I was going to say, Master and Commander was that one guy who was watching. Every time he was on watch, they had bad weather or something, so they said they had to throw him over. They had to throw him over the boat. That's what Aaron Long the feels. The three-hour like. movie about boats? Yes, Russell Crowe. Yeah, your, country, your countryman, Russell Crowe, yes. from Australia. <laughs> Technically from New Zealand. Actually, his family's from New Zealand. Really? In case you didn't know. And his uncle, Martin Crowe, very famous cricketer in New Zealand. So there you Let's go. Let's get Russell Crowe on the show. He's super interesting. I think he'd be into it. Big sportsman. Yeah, probably more uh, rugby. Rugby league. Rugby league. Yes, and probably cricket. Okay, uh, now tell me, how does oh, rugby <laughs> differ from rugby league? We can't get Wait, it. should we probably finally talk about LAFC? Yeah, let's talk about it. But Kellen Acosta for the national team, I will say this. would love to have seen him get a set-piece opportunity because yeah. Gio Reyna and Christian Pulisic had it, and no one hits a ball. His balls have intentions. Yeah. Uh, the U.S. players, they don't have one. So if Kellen Acosta is in the game, I would say let him have a sniff. It was a tough one going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so I don't think that's all on Kellen, but he had a tough, tough one going forward. Decent keeping structure, keeping the team in, in place. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Kellen Acosta played on a Tuesday, so he is on his way in. And then everyone else uh, trickling back in after games over the week. I should mention, by the way, how could I bury the lead? Joining us here on Inside LAFC, the Max and Vince podcast, Giorgio Chiellini back for more. Look how excited he gets. We asked for him and he said, you know, I really like that Vince guy. Actually, <laughs> probably not. But Giorgio, I will say this has come here and every media request that has come his way has fulfilled them and fulfilled them dutifully. Uh, and he actually asked to come back a second time, I'm yeah, being you, told. Yeah, you get him, you get him on, the, uh, on the post-game shows um, and his answers are always very, they're not like, oh yeah, this and like, they're not short. He gives a, a very finely tailored answer. Um, and so- I was kidding I, about that part about being asked to come back on the show. I'm sure we asked him, he said- I will say you weren't here, but I was here while the guys were walking out and he, stop by to say hello but he normally does see these are things that he normally does because he's just a nice guy. person um but I, I would hope that he, he saw me he goes oh the podcast guy ah yeah i worry this is an italian band judah judah from rome uh i only know the italian uh, band musician giovanotti 
Okay. Well, Eros Ramazon. Every, everybody knows Maniskind now, having won oh, uh, yes. Eurovision, Eurovision. And they're quite the uh, spectacle, I would Good say. For Good for them. I'm sure they'll have a tour spot here. Maybe we go with Giorgio if he's into that. So, uh, and this is the thing that's crazy. We're going to sit here and have a free-form conversation with Giorgio Chiellini about the Supporter Shield. Add that to the list of things you never thought would come up in conversation or you would think people would be crazy to even suggest. But it's actually going to happen. It's going to happen. And everyone's excited. And there's nerves here. There's no doubt about it. And the best part is he will probably educate you and I on it <laughs> because he, he does do his homework. So this is the way it is. LAFC control their own destiny. There's two games left for both. Yeah, uh, laid out. Lay out, lay out what's weekends. going on. So, uh, first of all, it will be Saturday. Charlotte hosts Philadelphia. And if Philadelphia loses or loses. Loses. They have loses to lose. The game, then the door is open for LAFC on Sunday in Portland, where we know, talking to Jimmy Lopez, I think they're expecting somewhere between two and 300 fans, which is an incredible number. Always, it's such a great place. Always travel well to Portland. I went there in 2019. It was an incredible day. Mm -hmm. Watching the Champions League final. It was in, uh, it was obviously wasn't this time of year. And then leading up to the game, the march to their match, and the Portland fans coming out. It got a little, yeah. it got good. Filled good up, energy. Filled up like five sections. Yes. I remember that day. So um, LAFC could win the Supporter Shield on Sunday with a win against Portland. Then, if it goes to the next weekend, we'll see who controls their own destiny based on the results. Everyone plays on Sunday in Decision Day. Philadelphia is at home against Toronto FC and Bob Bradley. Mm -hmm. LAFC will be at home against Nashville. Nashville, I would uh, firmly in the playoffs, but still probably playing for playoff positioning. Yeah, wanting to get a home game. Toronto looking to play spoiler. Yeah, j just spoiler. I think Bob Bradley looking to add himself to LAFC legend at lore again. Yes, the cheat sheet for you at home for LAFC in the Sports Shield is this: LAFC best. Uh, you know, best Philadelphia in points over these next two games, six points up for grabs. They win the Sports Shield. That's pretty easy. LAFC keeps pace with Portland in any way, and that's, I mean, any way. They, all, they both get six points. LAFC wins. They both get three points out of six. LAFC wins. They get one point out of six. LAFC wins. They get zero points out of six, which hopefully that's not these, happening. Two, yeah, these teams don't want to lose two games in a row going into the playoffs. But LAFC still wins the Supporters' Shield. So you control your destiny as long as you keep pace with Philadelphia and the fact that Philadelphia will play both their games before you. For this weekend, it's one full day before you. The next weekend, you'll probably, you'll probably know right, right when you're about to hit the field what the result of I that game is. I wonder if that was a, they were that, the idea of switching that up because... I think they've tried. But, well, but just specifically for this year. Yeah. Because LAFC is at an advantage, right? Depending on the situation with Philadelphia playing first. See, I don't know that. That's, I, I, that's actually know. a question. Well, is, I want to ask Giorgio that. Does okay. he feel that's an advantage? Okay, great. Add it to the list. But, you know, if Philadelphia loses and LAFC knows what they have the result, then they can... Mm -hmm. Lay it up, play it. They won't lay it up, but they can play it. It's a small percentage of that happening, but it's uh, certainly a possibility. And these things have happened in the past. So the supporter shield is there, and now it's dangling there in front of these LAFC players. We've walked around here. We know it's in, it's in really important, and the supporter shield is very important for the club, as is filling the trophy case, as is adding to an already impressive haul this season, winning the West in the conference regular season and qualify for the CONCACAF Champions League. Once you get a taste, you want some more of it. So, but the question is, how much do they put into this? And you go for this. You go for it all. There's a, I mean, I, you know me. I don't love the reading of body language, especially in games, because I think it gets so wishy-washy and you just, you're just, uh, you're looking to see things you want to see. But there's a there's this kind of determination from the players. Like we, they were going out here, walking out to training. There's just, 
it's kind of all business. I'll put it this way. Uh, coming back from training, Carlos Vela, sweaty, done, done with training, looks at us, he goes, oh, really hard work for you guys today. So clearly he put in the work and he wants us to be putting in that work too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Should we go for a couple laps? I told him we did laps beforehand. We already showered up. Yeah, it's hot out here, as you would expect. Not as hot as it's been. A few weeks back, it was... Uh, no. And we got shade. Worse. And we got shade, but there's a breeze. Yeah. There's a breeze. It was like, remember, it was dead air the last time, so... Mm -hmm. But that was water under the bridge. Or dry air over your head, and... Not as good of a song. <laughs> Not as good as a song. What does the Supporter Shield do? Obviously, the word supporter is key, and we saw what it meant for LAFC in 2019. And to win it here would be a, uh, a symbol of what LFC has done this season, what they were able to achieve. It is MLS Cup. Everything's on MLS Cup. You have these two competitive games, and now we have to remember as well, I think it's worth mentioning at the back end of the season, LFC is going to have a bye, so they'll be around a playoffs, and then LFC will kind of wait three, four days, maybe more, to see who yeah, they will play. Yeah, in some ways, I know a lot of people are looking at it and saying, ah, look at Philly, such an easy route for the last two games. I don't know. Maybe it's nice to play two playoff con competitors, before you get that break. So you get kind of the feel for playoff football because I think Portland is vying for maybe they have that chance to move up some spots and get possibly get a home game. And, you know, as tough as it is to play in Portland, they definitely want one. Um, so maybe, maybe it is nice to get a little bit of the taste of playoff football. You know, I think in Europe they'd say a little taste of blood a little bit. Uh, I know Antonio Conte would say something like that. Yeah. Any of my players taste blood. You ever taste blood when you do that? It's, it's a horrible taste. It's, when you face, yeah, when, it, when it hits your metallic. lips. Yeah, it tastes like metal. Yeah, it's gross. MMA fighters love it. They it's go, gross. I love the taste of blood. It's gross. It means that the fight started, but it's it's pretty gross. Well, I'm looking past you, and our guest is going to walk up here <laughs> in any moment. So let's wrap up this segment so we can bring on the man that impressed. they want to sit with us. Inside of the Max of its podcast, Giorgio Chiellini, Giorgio Chiellini joining us next. I said that, and he's right standing here. And I said his name wrong. Welcome back inside LAFC Max and Vince podcast. Uh, thrilled to be joined for the second time on our podcast. That's no minor detail whatsoever. Giorgio Chiellini. Good morning, and uh, nice to see you again. Good to see you. Did you have a little uh, uh, cafecito? No, right. not today. No, no, now we have lunch then. Uh, coffee after lunch. After lunch. <laughs> yeah. That's a good day right there. It's a nice yeah. finish. Nice dessert. This is uh, an international break. You're here with yeah. the club. How do you make the most of that? Uh, obviously, you guys are ready. You have these two games waiting, but how do you make the most of this week to without some of your, your companions? Yeah. Uh, and get ready for this next two games. Yeah, well, finally we arrived to the best part of the season. We just missed the game. Uh, uh, we are in the best condition as possible because we can decide our destiny. Uh, there is two difficult games, we know, but uh, we are at the top. And uh, I think it's so important to try to finish in the best way as possible and leave a trophy is a, a good opportunity for us. Then uh, after that we have two arrays and restart uh, <laughs> a new championship by few games, maximum three for us. Uh, I will, I will, I'm curious uh, how the game change will change, how the presser will change, how the, the player also will change uh, in the next games. But I think we, we will be ready. We have a team of uh, a lot of experience and uh, we know that every detail uh, will, will make the difference. We really want to ask you about those finer details and how the game changes, how it slows or quickens. But let's stay on the international a little bit because uh, Italy did uh, go through their group and they're going to play yeah. in the Nations League final. I'm wondering for you, uh, bittersweet to watch from, from yeah, here? Yeah, I, I, I was proud of them. Yeah. Uh, I see both both games and uh, especially the first one against England was was, was so difficult because it is uh, 
it's the first one after many months and also against England. It's good to beat England. <laughs> no, no, it's, <laughs> he knows it's very, very hard. well. It's good to beat England. But it's very hard against England. But we we did a a very good game. We have a lot of the defection, but uh, the players find something inside and maybe miss uh, in other situations. And uh, I think we deserve to win both games. And uh, now. As Mancini said, it's not the same because we 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 always feel the uh, the sadness for for the for missing the World Cup, but it's a it's a restart. We are happy to to join the final of Nations League, and in June we we play against Spain, Croatia, and uh, the uh, Netherlands. Holland. Yeah, Holland uh, for winning the Nations League is not the same, but but we have to restart, and we hope that this group could 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 do the same. Uh, we did four years for uh, four years ago after we missed the 2018 World Cup. Someone asked Mancini, uh, and I saw a video clip of it about it, and you could see it on his face, and it was yeah. very touching. It was very touching because yeah. you know, obviously, as a manager, you, you do that. How are you? Uh, you going to be a, watching a World Cup? Um, obviously, doing that after this, you enjoy that because you will see a lot of your countrymen. You see it. Obviously, you know Italy's not there, but to watch. He's asking. He's asking. He's asking for me because I need to know what to do. Because I'm telling the know, team. I have Italy. 2006 on my on my wrist and now what am I gonna do? In to November? be honest, I for sure will see the World Cup, but not uh, in a good feelings. Yeah, because uh, I would like to be there and I'm not there. Uh, I, I think I I, I know uh, every results. Uh, I I see, see uh, every goals, but not with the same feeling I'm seeing now. The Juventus or Champions League or Nations League is different because it's something called I feel uh, I, I still feel inside me. Those are important. Those feelings, those yeah, really are. So let's let's turn now to to the the task at hand, LAFC. You mentioned it, it'll be interesting to see players under the pressure, see how they react differently. But have you noticed even just a change in training over the last maybe? week or so that guys understand what oh, is that task I, I think we are talking about it from from my beginning then from from the end of june the beginning of july the importance of details the the importance of always try to improve ourselves in every day training in every matches and uh, we did a very good job until uh, the the next of uh, the, the second half of august then unfortunately we we have a, a, a not good period, but we arrive a, a little bit tired and, we, and in those moments uh, the details were so important because we, we didn't have bad matches, maybe like just in Austin we, we really missed the game. Uh, but the other one is the, the game was balanced but we, we, we missed something to win. Uh, I'm very happy the last matches at home against uh, Houston, we, we refined uh, that one and uh, for us it's so important, our fans, it's so important, our stadium, we, we see how it's important uh, in this league, play at home uh, and this is also a reason uh, for, uh, for who is important right first. And you are, we knew you're a historian of MLS, you know about this league and this club and you obviously know about the supporter shield. Do you remember yeah. images of 2019? Why I, I, is this important? Because the word I, supporter. I, I've seen the 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 video, the image that Carlos uh, leave the trophy, and yeah, and I know the they really score a lot of points, 72, right? Mm -hmm. 72, yeah. Yeah, then, <laughs> yeah. That that is that's a lot. Uh, it's important for for this group to restart to lift the trophy. Uh, then uh, for sure is more important M MLS Cup and uh, my, my teammates said me that few times, just few times, 
who win the supporter shield also win the MLS Cup but we have the just to think uh, game by game by game match by match now uh, on Sunday we have a difficult game and difficult condition uh, with a, a good team then uh, also last year made the finals and uh, in the last period in the last weeks uh, start to raise up uh, and then uh, we have a, almost all available I think and uh, we, we, we would like to win we know it will be difficult but it's so important for us what is your opinion on the way it kind of lays out for you so Philadelphia will play Saturday then you play Sunday and then the following weekend they'll play before you and then you play after so you guys know but also you know that if you win it doesn't matter so for you I know yeah, it's not but like it's the playoffs, say, some, but some, sometimes you play before sometimes you play after sometimes if you play before but you win is better for you if you play before and you lose it's better for the other one and the, the choice is normal that then you have to add it to habits and don't think to the other one but just to focus on your matches and for sure if Philadelphia don't win for us it's better but you don't know we have to, to we think just to Portland and uh, to, to our matches and and happen the same for for the other one I, I've uh, heard many times uh, some coaches uh, uh, argue about uh, time and play before play chasing after. or being chased yeah it's the same okay like when you won the euros those last group games were at the same time that's something you guys don't really pay much attention to you say yeah. just play the game yeah unless just, there's a game. just play the game uh, I and I can I could understand uh, the maybe the last matches in order to uh, prevent some situation in which some some teams are just uh, saved or have no target or no uh, or no goals for for this game. But we are all, all professional. We want to win uh, all the game, the, and then we have just to think about our game. You've come off a lot of international breaks. What is the key for you and your teammates to when that Portland game comes? You're, you're back yeah. in that rhythm from Houston. We have not so many yeah. international players, just 5-4, I think. Yeah. And then uh, it's not so difficult. I maybe then uh, all, all just 5-4 stay at home and the other one always uh, fly over the world. And uh, it's different. We, we have prepared very well, I think, in this in the last 10 days. And uh, now we are, we are ready. Uh, the, the game will be difficult. Uh, the the pitch is difficult the, the weather the condition maybe will be difficult because uh, i think we are more ready to play during the night and we play at, at midday uh, early, yeah, yeah. No. it's not so easy but we are just to focus on, on our goal when was the last time you played on an artificial pitch in no, a game that many uh, think? 10 years ago wow yeah yeah i think this is one of the things that this league have to change as soon as possible because in order to 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 be more important, uh, I can understand the fans, but they have to find a solution uh, in which they change the the, the, the pitch or, or in which they have a other stadium. It's not acceptable at this moment to play in a turf. Mm -hmm. So it's not good for you guys. It's no, it's impossible. For, yeah. But it's probably not good. It's just not good for players' longevity. In or the you're, game. you're thinking of everybody, the yeah, whole game, everything. I right? understand that maybe the stadium is better because uh, you can also use also for for football, but now. Uh, in these years, we, we we also can change the pitch when the when the soccer play and uh, remove and put uh, the, the the turf grass when the, there is football. There's something they can do it, but I think uh, for the future and as soon as possible, the the, the stuff uh, will will uh, will to change have to change. So, a lot of LAFC fans, um, having won the supporter shield, their mind is more on MLS Cup, and and they they want both. But I think they look 
uh, they have this, a little bit of a complex, I don't mean this in a bad way, but they want the, that so badly, and they look to somebody like you who has won everything, and, and what I want to ask you is, I, I would be remiss to not ask your opinion of what is it about games when you absolutely just need to win, and you've played in so many of those games where yeah, it's but, a one-off, well, how does it change? But, but, but I think that now we have to focus on the best goal at the end, for sure is 5th of November MLS Cup, but we have to think to the present then to the next game in Portland and, and then after that the, to the game against Nashville. If both go and uh, finish well, we can leave uh, the support of Shield and this uh, a small step in order to arrive to a big step. If we doesn't win this game, okay, we will erase and, and retry to win the LMS Cup, but it, it, it's not that you have to, ch to, to choose. You, you can do in the same way, but you have that to have a, a big goal there, but focus inside to the small details to the to everyday training in a good way with the good vibes uh, this is important in order to arrive to this goal so is it the team that doesn't change that maybe does better like no, they don't change their mentality in one no and, and and also in, in this situation we have so few times because yeah after one week we start the, the playoff it's not three months later four months later mm -hmm. then we have to focus just in one thing we have to think to the present train in a good way day by day, do the 100% for, for, for the game, then we'll see what happens. I'm excited to see you in the playoffs, but we'll ask you that yeah. when it comes, because I know these two games are so important, and it, yeah. it, it's good to give you something to, to target, something to keep that level. I mean, you always want to keep that level, but a target to give you that level when those no, playoffs I, do roll around. I think that everyone lives in a different way. The more important thing uh, is, um, feel happy not so much pressure because we have to do the the same things we we did all the year yeah because i'm sure that we we find more energy more more attention more everything but not too much because too much risk to to block ourselves mm -hmm. then uh, the, i think that the important message is continue to 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 do the way in at the best as possible to maybe uh, do some sacrifice in our lives uh, at home to take care of, of ourselves in, in order to arrive in the best condition as possible for sure in the next months but not something more because we have also to relax uh, to, and to enjoy this moment and to arrive full of energy at, uh, at the game enjoy this moment you give us so much comfort Giorgio with all of no, this it's great to hear <laughs> you know, this is a great time of year so do enjoy it guys are getting ready uh, and they'll see you there Sunday in Portland Giorgio Chiellini joins us here on the yeah. Inside LFC, Max and Vince podcast. Rate, review, download, subscribe. He's going to have some lunch, a little cafe. Yeah, and have a great day. And have a great day. <laughs> oh, yes! They knocked on the door, and they finally kicked it through.